it's important to have kingdom resources and insurance in your spiritual bank before life hits and the testing and the trials come. Hi, my name is Terrence Harris for the Renewing the Mind podcast, where we focus on the edification of the believers and the salvation and sanctification of those who have yet to come to faith in Christ Jesus. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about having kingdom insurance and resources in your bank by the receiving of truth and applying it to your own life. Just like you don't buy insurance after you get into a car accident, you want to have that insurance ready to go before you start driving because we know how this world is. We know how people drive on the highway. It's a security payment that is forwarded to you should you get insurance before uh, you get behind the wheel so that just in case something happens on the highway that is least expected or undesired, you're covered. You will have the backing of the insurance company to buffer any uh, payments or costs that may accrue due to an accident. Uh, Having kingdom insurance in your bank is the same way. We want to get to a place where we have God's truth, God's word stored in our heart and have a clear revelation of who God is according to his character and receiving that as truth, uh, digesting that. Uh, So when life happens, you can stand on the power of God and his character and the truth that he declares and proclaims concerning himself. But the problem is is that when you do not receive truth, the, the word of God, when you read it, is merely words on a page, you don't allow God's truth to enter into your heart, thus setting you free. It's similar to this analogy, and I love analogies. It's like, I can set the finest delicacies of food in front of you, but if you do not eat it, if you do not digest it into your body, the nutrients that are afforded in the food will be no benefit to you because you did not receive the food into you. God's word is similar. It's one thing to know about his word and know what it says. It's another thing to digest it so that when the trials come, you have something to stand on. You have the spiritual nutrients to strengthen you through a trial or a testing. Hi, my name is Terrence Harris for the Renewing the Mind podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And many times when we talk about suffering, we go, we go through the book of Job. We talk about the things that uh, Job had encountered when his testing and his trial uh, had come to his life. And as we look at some of the things that Job had to experience, what's even more outstanding to take hold of is how Job responded in the midst of a testing by God, temptation by Satan. So the story goes is the Lord calls a meeting in heaven with the sons of God and so Satan comes among them. The Lord asked Satan, 
Where do you come from? Satan responds, From roaming through on the earth and back and forth on it. And the Lord says to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Now remember in the Bible it says that Satan walks around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. He goes back and forth looking to destroy people. And so the Lord said, basically, have you considered Job? That there's no man like him in all the land of us. Now, Job was a very rich man. Based on what we see in the scriptures, you know, there was no doubt that he was one of the wealthiest individuals in the area in which he lived. He lived around the same time as Abraham, as the research would happen. But anyway, uh, we have Satan accusing Job for loving God based on what God does for him instead of loving God for simply just loving him and just having intimacy with him. And the Lord allowed Satan to tempt Job to test to see where his heart actually was. Now, when Job is hit with this testing and trial, he first loses everything, the first thing. But what's amazing about that, when he lost his sons and daughters and he lost all his possessions, his cattle, Job's response was, naked I come from the womb, naked I return, blessed be the name of the Lord. So what Job is is demonstrating is that I actually love the Lord. He actually has intimacy with the Father, not with what the Father has to offer, not just with his blessings, but he understands that the blesser himself is the and the Bible says that Job did not sin. Now, the second temptation is, is, is we're going to capture what's interesting and what's very powerful and something of very powerful truth that I need you to take away. And that is, is, is you know, Satan uh, attacks again. The Lord allows Satan to attack, attack Job's life. Because for the most part, Job had kept his integrity. He didn't do what Satan said he would do. Job, that is. That is, curse God to his face. And just know that in the trial, the enemy will come along. And the main objective of the enemy is for you to curse God to his face. I was in a similar trial not too long ago. Uh, our daughter was born 27 weeks. And, and she was in the NICU. And, you know, the doctors come along. And just their experience caused them to declare certain things concerning our lovely daughter, Tamara Peace Harris, to declare certain things over her life or in her direction that was just based off their experience. And the doctors would use their experience to declare certain things over her life just because of what they've experienced given the situation that she was currently in. She had a level four brain bleed uh, and hydrocephalus. And so that's basically water on the brain. And then she wasn't eating. Her stomach was swollen. She, uh, they were projecting that she had lung disease. And these were all praying points. But the, the point of, of that is the temptation to question God can come into play. Lord, why would you allow this to happen to my child? Lord, why would you do this? Why, Lord, why? Not in an inquisitive way, but a condemning 
negative questioning as if God had no right to do what he did. But I had spiritual resources in the bank. I knew that God was in control. I knew already that the Lord is author and the finisher of my faith. He gives life and he takes it away. And I knew that by digesting the book of Job. And you have to take the time to say, Lord, is there anything in my heart that would prevent me from keeping my integrity? Help me in those areas. Because we live in this world, and if you know anything about this world, sin is active, and bad things happen just because we live in a world that is fallen. So I go into the atmosphere in this season of struggling and, and praying for our daughter and, and reading the word over her and declaring the promises of God over her in contrast to declaring only what the doctors say. Because we know that the real author of healing, the real doctor, the true doctor, is Jesus Christ. That's the true doctor and that's who I leaned on. Now, there were some things that I just didn't want to happen. The daughter had to receive surgery and a shunt and everything like that. But I believe God could have healed that. I believed it. But he made a decision to use this method of healing. He, he, this, is, this is what he chose to do. And you have to come to that place in your intimacy with the Lord and your relationship with the Lord that he's still God in the midst of a decision, even a decision that you're not in agreement with. Hi, my name is Terrence Harris from the Renewing the Mind podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We're talking about having kingdom insurance and resources in your spiritual bank so when life hits, you can withstand the withdrawals that it makes. So back to Job, he says something that is very important for the Christian, especially, to take note of. And so it's, it's already bad that he in the, he's in the second temptation or testing, and now his body is attacked. And so what happens is that his body is, is attacked, but the Lord tells Satan, you can't kill him. You can't take his life. And so Job is in this atmosphere of personal suffering to the point, unfortunately, that his own wife tells him, more than likely being fed up with his complaining and his probably his stench and the sores and the crying and the wailing, just told him, why don't you just curse God and die? Out of all people who's supposed to be in your life, the one person who should have been by his side warring with him in prayer tells him to just curse God and die. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you complaining. That had to have been a blow that was not expected. His own wife. But this is how he responds. He says, you speak as a foolish woman does. Get this. Should we accept only good from God and not adversity? That's a question that I have for you. Is God only good when you're good? Or is he good because he's God? In the midst of those trials and testings, I want you to get alone with God. I want you to get alone with Jesus Christ. In those times when you're struggling to pray, struggling to read this word, be honest with him. 
say, Lord, I'm struggling to read your word. I'm struggling to draw near because I don't understand. I'm, I'm angry. I'm, I'm frustrated. And God will more than likely, with that heart, draw near to you as you draw near to him and provide comfort, provide wisdom, provide spiritual sustenance. He will allow things to be settled in your heart according to his truth. He will be there. He will never leave nor forsake. He is a healer. He will heal your body, heal your mind, heal your heart. He will bring peace to your mindset. But you should never try to figure things out and try to digest a why apart from him being present to help navigate your thought life in, in regard to what you've experienced in your hardship. That's what happened to Job. And I don't have time to get all through the book of Job, but God meets him where he was eventually and asks him some questions. Questions like, where were you when the earth was formed? Do you know how deep the, the ocean is? Can you tell me a little bit about the Leviathan? Or where did I tell the ocean to not transcend the boundaries that I've set for it? God will be there for you in the midst. But trust in the, in the midst of a trial, a tribulation, that he is God and he loves you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. He has your back. The question is, is, is God still good because you're good or is he good because he's God? This is Terrence Harris for the Renewing the Mind podcast. I thank you for tuning in. I love you. And don't allow testing and the trials of life take you out. Obtain the truth. Obtain kingdom insurance and resources in your heart. Store them in your heart. Store the word of God in your heart. His truth. So that you can stand. So that you can stand in the day of trials and testing. 